This true first-person story was recorded in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. If you want to learn how to tell your best story, sign up on our Hong Kong Stories Meetup page, follow us on Facebook, or go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now from the October 2016 show with the theme of bad habits, here's Francis. Addiction is a disease. Damaging, personally, professionally, and socially. It impairs judgment and it consumes all. But I'm also told that acknowledgement, it's the first stage to recovery. My name is Francis. I am an addict. My addiction, my addiction, it's not what you think. <laughs> I'm addicted to my own opinions. <laughs> I disobey rules and I'm always right. But I'm also far from perfect, as evidenced when I catch public transport. I've been known to rush my children and occasionally myself through open gates at Airport Express. On Sydney trains, I hop off, then on just before a change in travel zone. Foolishly, they put tapping pay stations along the platform. I'm clearly a believer in that immortal quote, that if you obey all the rules, you miss all the fun. And when an invitation was offered to ski the Swiss Alps, there was no way I was going to miss any of that fun. It was Chinese New Year, 2015. Hans Gert and I had talked about this for over a decade, and for the first time during that period, I was alone. All I had to do was get myself there, and everything else would be sorted. And sorted it was. For four days, I was fed, fussed, and financed. We hugged lovingly, but I'm not gay. I wore his wife's ski pants, and the last time I looked, I'm not transgender. He got me drunk, very, very drunk, but I'm not that easy. It was the ultimate bromance. And if hosting had a playbook, he followed it to perfection, according to rules, Swiss rules. Flush a toilet after 10 o'clock, risk eviction. <laughs> Laundry on a Sunday, you'll be the one hung out to dry. Catch the wrong train? you'll be lost, have the wrong train ticket, prepare for hell. Now, it was always my intention to maximise my limited vacation time by skiing and visiting friends. I had Australian friends in Zurich. And when the organisational baton was passed from the Swiss to the Aussies, well, you can imagine, that's when things kind of went off the rail. Now, Deb's instructions were simple enough. Get yourself to Zurich, and when you get there, buy yourself a local train ticket to Erlenbach. Now, it's a Sunday, and on Sundays, the extra leg is usually for free. I'm not sure if I can take you to the airport, so just add the airport as an extra leg, six francs. The instructions seem simple enough. The machines, not quite. They displayed in English, but printed in German. But what could possibly go wrong? The last button pressed, the airport. The final cost, 
six francs, which, as I found out, was coincidentally the same price to watch theatre, otherwise known as a slow-moving train wreck. Because as though on cue, one stop from Erlenbach entered a right little Hitler, the Ticketmaster. His name was Luke, short for Lucifer. Welcome to hell. Now, seemingly, I have a wrong ticket. Not only am I out of zone, I'm going the opposite direction. My ticket, direct to the airport. He demands my passport, logs my details, and as he logs my details, I quizzically ask, well, mate, um, what's the fare difference? Five francs? Four? Three? Two? One? And like a rocket ship blowing up at launch, I exploded at zero. Zero. There was no difference. <laughs> but you have the wrong ticket. But, mate, there's no fare difference. <laughs> you have the wrong ticket. For fuck. A 75 franc fine for an innocent mistake. Diplomatically reduced to 10, because I'm a tourist. Well, fuck being a tourist. I'm an Aussie Chinaman. I'm a tourist wherever I go. I'm a fucking tourist in my local town. Wherever that may be. <laughs> Fuck me. And guess what? Fuck me he did, momentarily accepting me as one of his own, a Swiss. He took me in and screwed me over 12 and a half times. Yes, on account of my belligerence, I got penalised 75 francs. Now, I had a wrong ticket, but in my opinion, I was right. I was blowing up, but I had a chance to pick up the pieces. You see, in war, sometimes you've got to lose the odd battle, but without my passport, I'd lose the war and my livelihood. For the first time, I privately acknowledged my addiction was a problem. I was cornered. I had no choice. I surrendered a wounded man. Avoiding jail, I made my way home. And as expected, the penalty notice followed suit. And as I sat there and I, I read the notice, my pulse began to race and my heart started constricting. You see, I am an addict and I need my fix. So I drew breath and I took aim and I fired an email to test Swiss neutrality. <laughs> and they blinked. Blinked, letting me off the 75 franc fine on account that the global capital of money laundering had no idea how to chase me for 75 francs. <laughs> now, if this was caught, I got an indefinite adjournment. War, a permanent ceasefire. I should be happy, but I'm not. You see, this was never about the money. I wanted them to tell me I was right, but in the eyes of the Swiss, I was still guilty of a crime that, in my opinion, simply never existed. 
I was angry. I was ready to rage war. I was about to re-engage. That's when addicts thank their family and friends. Francis, let it go. Let it go. I've been sober now for over 18 months. But there's very few days where I don't think about the incident. And I do worry about relapse. And when I do, I take my sponsor's advice. Just take one day at a time. And if you still have that urge, share the feeling. Storytelling, it's not therapy. But it is therapeutic. My name is Francis. I am an addict. But to this day, I firmly believe that I am absolutely innocent of a crime that simply never, ever existed. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more, visit us on hongkongstories.com. Everyone has a story to tell.